Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rock Squad podcast, your destination for the latest in rock music news, reviews, and discussion. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Nick Chino. I'm joined by my co-host and bandmate. It's Dave Marini. What's up, Dave? Hello, everybody. Hello, Nick. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, before we get started, before you answer me, go down to the bottom of this video. Subscribe if you're listening. Subscribe if you want to hear us anytime. Download. We are the Rock Squad podcast. We are available on Instagram. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, you name it, we're there. Nick, my friend, how's it going? Uh, it's going all right, Dave. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, I, I'm going to start this show off really hyped up okay. because we're going to talk about a lot of sad things. In the next little bit. There are, yeah, there are a couple of things, but I know it's been a hard week in, in rock and roll, of course, with the death of, uh, of Charlie Watts. Just yesterday, he uh, he passed away at the age of, uh, of 80 years old, which is uh, is devastating news in the world of rock music. If you're a Rolling Stones fan, or if you're just a, a music fan in general, it's devastating news. So we'll definitely be talking about that on uh, on this week's headliner topic. But first, yes. we're going to kick yeah, the show true. off with some uh, headliner or opening act topics. Uh, some opening act topics. Some of the latest uh, items that are happening in the world of rock music news. And this one is uh, for our Canadian rock fans like ourselves. Uh, the Headstones, Moist, and Sloan have canceled their Saints and Sinners tour uh, that was going to be going across. Canada, along with the, the Tea Party on that bill as well, uh, featuring you know, these guys are some of Canada's biggest 90s bands. Um, and it was delayed due to the pandemic. It's been canceled altogether with the band setting COVID-19 restrictions and roadblocks as a reason to uh, to cancel the tour, which, uh, you know, it's it's so annoying, Dave. Once again, COVID-19 has put a stop to the rock. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty bummed out. I, I didn't really want to go to the tour i wasn't going to buy a ticket but i'm bummed for the people that were going to go it's a solid lineup of 90s canadian bands and uh i'm just disappointed that COVID has claimed another victim yet again when we thought we were getting back to rock and then the uh, the rug has been pulled out from under us yeah man it's disapp- it's very disappointing you know um i i was probably i think i was going to go to that show so you know it's it, you know it's just another hurdle another speed bump on the recovery back to live music uh, all those bands, you know, the thing is, is that if you're in these areas that, you know, that these bands are from, you're going to get to see these bands. It's not like it's not going to, it's not going to be impossible for you to see them. So um, it sucks for the tours, for the bands, like um, it just really shows the impact of the pandemics having on like live music. And, you know, it's getting, it's getting really out of hand. And, you know, we, we know firsthand, like, cause we play in a band that, you know, we're, we're not quite sure how to handle shows. We're not quite sure when we're going to start playing live again. Like there's a lot of up in the air questions right now for the musician out there. So um, I don't know. There's, you know, it's, it's a sad situation right now. And it's a shame that these bands couldn't do something like this and make it work. But this pandemic's thrown us all for a loop. And, you know, it's been, this is like the second year in a row they've had to cancel it. So Hopefully they get to do something else, but you know it is truly disappointing because it's it's a sign of what's actually happening in the industry mm-hmm. uh, right now. Yeah, it's really it's hard to make that call because some bands are continuing with their tours. Weezer, yeah. Green Day, uh, Fall Out Boy, even though they had a COVID case and they had to cancel some of their shows on the Hella Mega tour, that yeah. tour in the U.S. has largely continued. Uh, there are lots of bands on the road, but then there are other bands who are being extra cautious. Every day you keep reading. Uh, the bands are canceling their tours. Nine Inch Nails just canceled the tour. They just canceled the Saints and Sinners tour. Um, and other bands are are touring, 
Uh, Mammoth WVH, I think they had a COVID case on their crew or in the band as well. So it's just so hard. Foo Fighters are on the road right now. Um, it's it's so hard to decide what the right call is because you want everybody to be safe. But at the same time, it's so frustrating because um, for those of us who uh, who got vaccinated and for those of us who have been trying to do our best to to stick to the restrictions and the guidelines, we just want to get back to normal. And it, it, we were kind of sold a false bill of goods that uh, all this, all this stuff would lead back to, uh, to some sort of normalcy. And it has in some ways, because there are bands on the road, there are festivals happening. Lollapalooza happened in Chicago earlier this yep. month. And they said there were hardly any COVID cases yep. that came out of that. So it's uh it's a hard call to, to make. And I suppose it just depends on the band. It depends on the tour. It depends on the, um, the itinerary that they have planned out and whether they feel that they can uh, they can execute that? But uh, I'm I'm super disappointed because this was a solid bill. Uh, like you said, they had to cancel it a couple of times, and now they got to pull the plug on the whole thing. And uh, it's just super disappointed. And I hope that um, going into the fall, that it's not as uh, as dire as they say it's going to be. Yeah, man, I I hope so too. It's uh, you know if everybody's uh, doing their part and everybody uh, gets vaccinated, hopefully we don't reach into another spike with the numbers and stuff like i don't i don't know it, it is frustrating because there's so many bands that are out on the road right now that it's not affecting like you said and i think it, you know that comes down to budget too you know like mm-hmm. if you have the budget where you can have rapid tests on site and you you know the staff to check um you know vaccine validation and and or negative tests you know like if you have if you can afford to have that kind of thing but when you're talking about like our band that plays clubs and bars, it's really tough to like, like who's fronting the bill for this. We're already, you know, barely scraping by. So it's a, it's a very, it's a very tricky situation. And uh, you throw in the, uh, you know, something that we've been talking about a little bit too, is that the insurance companies now in big cities uh, have gone up. The cost of liability for bars and restaurants right now is through the roof because of COVID. Right. So, you know, it's, it's becoming, there's becoming more or less and less places for us to actually put on shows legally and, uh, you know, and safely. So it's a messy world right now. And we're just, you know, we're just writing music and waiting for the storm to settle, I think. So, yeah, but sure. yeah, I don't know, man. It's a, it's a weird time, very weird time in the, in that, in our business, you know? Yeah. And l- thankfully we were, we were finally able to get together. We had our first jam with our band Fools yeah. Union last week. The four of us finally got together in a room and started yeah. playing some songs. And uh, as we, we, we said it before, it just felt so good to actually be doing what we love to do most, uh, which is playing music together. So that was, uh, that was awesome. And hopefully um, things will continue on a, on a upward trajectory and things stay, stay positive. So we'll see how totally. things go this fall. Um, but the saints, <clears throat> the saints and sinners tour, uh, is not happening. Let's get to our next opening act topic on this week's rock squad podcast. And that is rest in peace. Don Everly, one half of the Everly brothers has passed away at the age of 84 at his home in Nashville. Don and Phil Everly made a name for themselves with their great songwriting. And of course, their distinct, uh, dual harmonies, which were always so amazing. Um, Phil Everly passed away in 2014, and now Don has joined him uh, in rock and roll heaven. And Dave, you know, when I saw this news, um, I was I was really really disappointed. You know, I'm disappointed. I was really sad 
to, to hear this news because the Everly brothers, uh, I feel like everybody's grown up with a little bit of Everly's. You might oh. not be familiar with everything they've done, but guaranteed you probably heard some, heard some of their songs growing up. And, you know, when it comes to harmonies, it doesn't get any better than the Everly's and they influence so many different groups uh, like the Beatles, like John Lennon and Paul McCartney yeah. uh, kind of modeled themselves off of uh, off of Phil and Don. They were trying to echo what those guys did with those two part harmonies. And the songs were fantastic, too. When you think about the hits like Bye Bye Love, Wake Up Little Susie, Kathy's Clown, uh, a million great songs. Um, and it, it's we're, we've been lucky to have these. You know, we'll, we'll be talking about Charlie Watts coming up, too. And we've been lucky that we've had so many of these classic rock musicians, these legendary musicians be with us for so long. Uh, which is we're so thankful and they, so many of them still are with us, which we're, we're super, super thankful for. But the, as time goes on, it's 2021. As we get further into this decade, we are going to keep losing these legends. And it's really going to start to feel like the end of that classic greatest hits, classic rock era. And with the, de totally. the death of uh, Charlie Watts, as we'll talk about with the death of, uh, of, uh, of Don Everly, um, it just it does feel like we didn't grow up in that era, but it's still music that's very much impacted us. And it does feel like it's starting to feel more like that end of that era. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel like it really triggered or set off when Leave on Helm died. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and like that, that kind of was like the end, like that closed the chapter of that. And uh, now that Neil Peart's gone too, Neil, yeah. it's like all, like all the major Canadian influence uh or you know not not leave on home but you know what i mean like that like the band's very canadian and, yeah um, and that kind of thing it's just yeah it's crazy man you know people don't you know we're all walking in the same direction it's just some of us get there sooner than others yeah. so you never know who's gonna last who's gonna be around forever and uh yeah it's uh yeah it's really sad man it's really sad that they're they're all like the that era of drummer is just slowly disappearing you know but it's it's happened before too you know if you look back in history all those old drummers those great those great showtime big band drummers like you know those were the talk of the town too and then they yeah. sadly move on and that's that's just the way the world works you know so yeah it's it's weird but it definitely closes a little bit of a chapter every time one of these legends uh passes on and we've lost a lot of legendary musicians from the one of the later eras too when you think about the 90s and we lost chris cornell we lost uh, scott wyland yeah. we lost um we lost uh, chester bennington um you kind of in between classic rock and and new rock or 90s rock you had you know we lost tom petty um yeah. there was there was quite a few david bowie um prince right there's been it's always going to be a continuous thing people are always going to pass away but it does feel like we've lost a lot of legendary musicians over the last couple of years and uh and the rock music world is uh, is lesser for it um but we're, we're thankful that we've had don everly we had those songs i know it's maybe cliche to say you know the music will live on in our hearts but that's the thing about um, when you're a musician like that and you've made music that has affected the world is that it does live on and it sure. does endure. And I think that's one of the coolest things that somebody can ever do. If you're somebody, you know, like Don Everly or Charlie Watts or any musician and somebody is able to remember your song when you pass away, it's like, that is, you know, that is something that not, not everybody gets to do. Right. So if you, you know, when we all go, somebody can go to us and be like, Hey, these guys made some music. You can listen to them, and hopefully that continues on. Yeah. Well, who would have who would have thought that the uh, your late forties, early fifties was going to be the the more tragic than your early twenties as a grunge musician? 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because like, at least when, when everyone was dying in the 90s, it was like one thing here, one thing there. And it was like, yeah. you know, but now all of a sudden it's like, you know, within five years, they're just dropping like flies, you know, every, mm-hmm. everyone, we, every band we love needs a new drummer. So yeah, it's, it sucks, man. It's very, it, you know, can't stop it. Can't stop it. That's how it goes. It's the circle of life, as they say. Uh, so rest in peace, Don Everly. We'll talk a little bit about Charlie Watts coming up in just a couple of minutes, but first uh, let's get to our last opening act topic. Speaking of, <laughs> late great musicians uh metallica not them uh, are releasing a vinyl tribute to chris cornell uh they're putting out their own uh, vinyl tribute to late singer as part of their metallica vinyl club they're covering sound gardens all your lives and head injury uh both these songs were recorded at the chris cornell tribute event i am the highway a couple of years back um this is ahead of their 30th anniversary reissue of the black album their massive cover song project the blacklist um, what, what do you think about this, Dave? What do you think about legends paying tribute to legends? I think it's cool, man. I think if you, if you dig somebody's art and you want to pay tribute to them, I think there's probably nothing, you know, better than that as a musician. Mm-hmm. If somebody tries to like, you know, give you that compliment, that grandiose gesture of I'm going to release it and put it on vinyl because I love that song so much. Yeah um yeah man it's 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 good if you know obviously everybody has a different connection to different songs and for whatever reason but i'm all for it i'm if you're gonna pay tribute to somebody especially when they're they're such great songwriters like chris cornell or somebody like that mm-hmm. um yeah for sure why not i love here i love hearing people's takes on things you know i'm I, i'm not necessarily a tribute guy but i do like it when people you know take their own kind of ownership of the song and, and do you know do what feels right for them. So I'm all for it. I think it's cool. Yeah. Well, it's turning out that the fall is kind of turning out to be the fall of Metallica because with the Black Album reissue, oh, with the Blacklist, with this uh, Vinyl Club uh, tribute to Chris Cornell, they've been really uh, getting back at it, which I think is pretty cool. And um, not to really switch subjects, but uh, they did release a couple more cover songs like Weezer's version of Answer Sandman. And then uh, I think Royal Blood did Sad But True. I think yeah. uh, so a couple more songs from the blacklist have been uh, have been released so it's 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 cool and yeah like we're saying with with Chris Cornell that was uh, one of the more devastating losses the last couple of years I think and with him and Scott Weiland it felt like it was like delayed you know we lost Kurt back in the 90s we lost uh, Lane Staley in the late 90s early 2000s we lost Shannon Hoon in the 90s and so we lost a good chunk of those big names from the 90s grunge era and then uh, Scott Weiland and Chris Cornell lived a lot longer, but then we lost them for kind of sim- the same reasons that some of those guys died yeah. back in the, in the 90s, right? So yeah. it just was really, really sad. And um, Chris Cornell, uh, I, I could never sing like him, but as a vocalist, I look up to him so much and what he yeah. was able to do because his voice was just incredible. And I was, uh, I, I was disappointed that Soundgarden wasn't able to work out or they still haven't really worked out getting some hold of the old Soundgarden demos to work on a new album from some of Chris Cornell's stuff, because I really love King Animal, uh, which was the last Soundgarden album that was released before he passed away. I love some of his solo stuff. Um, and I, I do, uh, I do dig Metallica um, doing some cover songs of his too. So uh, it's a good tribute to Chris Cornell, Metallica, keep him busy. I guess it's a win for everybody. Absolutely, man. I'll check it out. <laughs> right on. So those are our uh, topics of uh, the opening ad topics on this week's Rock Squad podcast. Actually, no, wait a minute, Dave. I think we got one more. Hold on. We do have one more. 
Dave, are you good to talk about one more opening ad topic? Sure. <laughs> All right. That is a Guardians of the Galaxy rock album is coming out. I put this on the show today because I love when movies and music intersect and mingle and kind of go together. And I thought this was pretty cool. The Guardians movies are known for their retro soundtracks uh, that James Gunn put together. But now an actual rock album based on this new video game, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy video game is going to be coming out. Uh, The band on the album is called Star-Lord, of course. Uh, The album is going to be called Space Rider. Uh, with each song performed by um, the audio team behind the game. It turns out one of the main de- uh, audio guys who is developing this Guardians of the Galaxy game is also a metal musician. So he put together this uh, this soundtrack of, uh, of original songs that he wrote. And he was saying that um, he was writing these songs, he was recording them, and he was getting them approved by the Marvel bigwigs. And they were really into it, the whole process through. And they approved all of his songs to... Uh, cool. To be to be put on the record so i love marvel i love rock it's awesome those two things go together and uh guardians of the galaxy is a very uh musical marvel property so i'm i'm into this i'll give it a stream on spotify yeah i'm definitely going to check it out like oh yeah their soundtracks are epic epic soundtracks so it'll be interesting because this could go really well or it could go really bad yeah you know? i heard a little like, bit online guy, it's not bad it's, it's not bad so yeah like that's what i mean like you're you're stepping into some pretty big shoes yeah. in this in this round like they're using some pretty legendary songs to get some uh get some big pops in those movies so it's you know to have a record of all of yours being comparative to all those songs that they've used in those movies mm-hmm. it's tough it's big tough big shoes to fill so uh yeah i'll definitely check it out though to see see how it does yeah, for sure. Well, it, it seems like uh, like that's something that uh, you would be good at making some video game music because you're always working oh, yeah. on uh, different ideas. You're working on different loops, you know, different things. Uh, I think I think you would be good at uh, at like uh, scoring a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I yeah, I would, dude. I would love to score. A <laughs> Are you kidding me? You would love you would love it if I scored a Guardians. Yeah. Absolutely, I would love to score a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, <laughs> but there's but that like I said, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah, like, you know, like mm-hmm. as a songwriter, I'm like, ooh, like you know, yeah, it's it's probably gonna go wrong for a lot of people, you know. There's, like that's, there's potential for it to be cheesy, that's for sure. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the one thing that you have to be careful about, especially when when you're doing something that's related to a, a franchise or a property, uh, and you're trying to reflect that in the music and get get a little bit, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, it might be okay. I would do like, I think I would do like more of like a hard rock, like guitar riff songs. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know. And ballads, it, like really, like really ballads. like space ballads. That's, that's yeah. the theme of the record for sure. Space ballads. Totally. <laughs> like all, like, you know what? The angle would have to be um, like the song, like the era of the songs that are in the other movies, but translated into space ballads. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's all it's got to be. Yeah, totally. For sure. I'd be down with that for sure. Yeah. Guitar, guitar solos everywhere too. Oh yeah. Right. Big galactic guitar solo. Yeah. It's galactic. Yeah. It can't just be regular. It's got to be galactic. Out of this universe. Out of this universe. All right. Those are our, our opening act ta- topics of this week's rock squad podcast. Let's get to our headliner topic. Unfortunately um, it's on a, it's a little bit on a, on a down note and that is rest in peace. Charlie Watts, the drummer of the Rolling Stones passed away on Tuesday at the age of 80. He had uh, recently dropped out of some shows on their upcoming North American tour due to health reasons. We talked about that uh, last week on the show. And it turns out 
I guess this might've been more serious than we initially thought. Um, Charlie Watts has been the Stones drummer since 1962. was a huge part of their sound, obviously for 50 plus years. You know, he was the, the rock of the Rolling Stones, the timekeeper of all accounts, a really great guy. There were some tributes online from various people, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, uh, and the list goes on, of course. So, um, you know, we are uh, both pretty, pretty solid Rolling Stones fan. I wouldn't say I'm as sure. big a Rolling Stones fan as I am to say the Beatles, but I am a big Rolling Stones fan. We've covered a lot of Rolling Stones stuff uh, at our gigs in the past, whether that be you can't always get what you want or uh, let it bleed or jump in Jack flash. So we've covered our fair share of, uh, of Rolling Stone songs. And Charlie Watts was, you know, I, I put this on our Instagram yesterday. We talk about legends, right? And mm-hmm. legends is a word that you don't want to throw around casually um, because somebody's really got to live up to that, to that expectation. And Charlie Watts, or any member of the Rolling Stones or any of those bands, uh, he is, he was a legend. This guy was, a rock and roll original, you know, this guy went all the way back. When you think back to the sixties and when the Rolling Stones started as a blues infused rock and roll band, um, you know, that, that the, the, the world was different back then. And he through his music that he did with the stones really, really changed rock music for the better. Uh, the fact that he was still going strong all the way to the age of 80 and was going on the road with them is unfortunate that he uh, wasn't able to do the tour or do some, some more shows with them, but uh, what a legacy. Really, when you think about it, does a legacy get any any better than than Charlie Watts? He was a gentleman, my friend. He was a gentleman, and he was a metronome kinda. <laughs> but he was, you know, Charlie Watts, fantastic drummer. Um, the backbeat of that band, that blues, soul, rock and roll band from England. It's such a shame, you know. He's eighty years old, obviously, so you know he's lived a. a a crazy life has had a crazy career has played on so many hit songs. It's just, you know, it's, you know, it's very sad, but he was 80 years old and, you know, he lived, he lived the life of someone who lived to 200. So, you know, like it's crazy, very sad, but uh, what a legacy to leave behind. Yeah, for sure. I was trying to think of some of the, my favorite songs that, uh, uh, stone songs that he played on and um you jumping jack flash we talked about that we played oh. that in our band um let it bleed is another great one yeah. uh, our buddy john was mentioning miss you i was saying beast of yeah. burden uh, are there any other stone songs that come to mind when you think about like great drums well i love i love like the groove and sympathy uh, sympathy for the devil oh, yeah. like just it's so simple like he's not doing much but you throw the bongos on there you got like yeah. it's just laying it's like just the sweetest groove in the pocket um you know yeah i've seen the stones alive a few times um and uh you know it's one of those it's one of those things um obviously the last few few times that i've checked them out um you know they're they're getting up there in the age man you know i'm yeah. like nick's still doing it nick's still running around two miles a show but uh, the rest of them you know it's getting pretty rough but it is it is a it's a shame to lose char uh charlie and um you know hopefully the show will go on. I think they're planning on continuing. So yeah, as long as Mick's running around two miles, that band's going around the world. So yeah, definitely a shame. What a legend. Like he's definitely a true legend of drumming and music. And uh, with that, yeah, like, you know, the OG man, he was there when, when they were like, you know, rock was just Southern United States and it it meant nothing, you know, it was country fairs and, nothing and uh the beatles and and the rolling stones changed everything 
they changed the game for everyone everywhere so yeah. yeah true legend it's a shame so many hits do yourself a favor this weekend go spotify deep dive into some stuff there's tons of i was watching uh tons of uh good stones footage there's so much on yeah. youtube like through the years like you can watch something from every decade in high quality sounds amazing so yeah everybody in uh audio video land yeah. check out some uh stuff on the stones this week and relive some of the the glory days of a of a true uh, og band and yeah man it's sad yeah. but you know we got to keep trucking yeah for sure it's funny because growing up i i knew i obviously knew the stones from hearing them on the radio constantly because uh when we were growing up they were always on the radio still are um but i wasn't a huge rolling stones fan i've always been a beatles fan from the get-go i've always been a beatles guy didn't really love the stones growing up but then somewhere in my 20s um i i clicked with them my early 20s mid 20s i started to click with the rolling stones i started to understand them and and their music and just ever since then i've been a, a big rolling stones fan it's actually been a while since i've dug in and listened to some of their records but there's no better time than now like you're saying with, uh, with yeah. Charlie passing away, there's no better time to go back and listen to some of those, some of those hit records. Uh, I, you know, my favorite records, Sticky Fingers, uh, Let It Bleed, uh, Beggar's Banquet, the list goes on, Charlie Watts. I found it funny, though, that he didn't play the groove on uh, You Can't Always Get What You Want. Their producer, really? Jimmy Miller, played it, actually. I, I, I knew that before, but I read it again yesterday. I guess Charlie just couldn't get the beat with that song, so uh, their producer played on it instead, and I think that there might be more Rolling Stones fans. Let us know. I'm sure you do know. Yeah. Uh, there might be more, but I, yeah, that might be one of the only songs he didn't play on. That's crazy. That's a, that's such a cool fact. You know what I mean? Like, but he did play on a ton of good. Yeah, you know? I know. I, I was just, yeah, that one, that one song he didn't play. Come on. Yeah. You know, what the no, hell? No. Come yeah, on. I'm sure there's, a, you know what? I'm sure there's others. I'm sure there's oh, other yeah, ones. For sure. They have their catalog so deep, man. Like I'm sure there's one that squeaked by that, yeah. You know, someone was sitting in on. Yeah, that's okay. yeah. Sad, man. This has been a sad episode, but I know all of these people should be recognized for their contributions. Yeah. to the world of rock and roll. We yeah, we couldn't do a, a show called the Rock Squad, a rock music news show, without talking about some of the most legendary musicians in rock and roll. So that kind of goes along with the territory, and we we're really 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 sad, and our condolences go out to. Uh, Charlie Watts' family, his friends, his fans, his bandmates. Uh, not that they care what we think, but condolences to them. And uh, and yeah, listen to some Stones this weekend. Listen to Dave and listen to some Stones. So uh, that is our, our Rock Squad podcast for this week's show. We appreciate everybody watching. Um, you can follow me at The Walking Nick. Uh, oh, we should do some tracks of the week. We might as well just listen to Stones tracks for tracks of the week. Stones. Stones. Any Stones song. Beast of Burden. Oh, can't you hear me knocking? Can you hear me knocking? Uh, yes. Can you hear me knocking? That that's the one. Love it. Oh, Love so it. fucking good. Oh, makes me yeah. want to do cocaine. I've never done cocaine, but that song. <laughs> it's like a movie blow. It's like makes me want to pack my nose. Oh my god. Anything stone. Anything stones. That's across the board. Yes, stones all the time. Those are our uh, tracks of the week. You can follow me at The Walking Nick. Follow us at Rock Squad Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Where can the folks follow you, Dave? Uh, they can follow me at Red Coast Records on Instagram. You can follow myself and Nick. Instagram, Fools Union. Yes. Fools Union. Yeah, com. 
our band. Check us out. Available on Spotify. Anywhere you're listening to podcasts, you'll be able to find our music. Do us a favor. Like this video. Subscribe to our channel. We like hearing from you. Reviews, reviews, reviews. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Nick, my friend. Rock on. Rock on, Dave. We'll see you next week.